0: Hello. Hi. Welcome back to North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour. I'm Max. And I'm Mags. And I just want to start off by saying, Mags, I missed you. <laughs> I miss you too, pal. That was a long trip. Oh my god, it was so long. Don't ever leave me again. <laughs> It was a long one. Oh my goodness. Just letting everybody know that when your friend leads, um... You might end up staying in your sweatpants more, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sending a shit ton of memes, <laughs> whatever the use, you know, you know, um, but, anyway, anyway. but like a <laughs> Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so we're here, we're here to chat about this full moon in cancer tomorrow. This bananas eclipse. I say bananas a lot. I'll work on. Changing that guys, I promise. Um, and and just all of the astrology surrounding all of this beautiful, beautiful cancer full moon. There's a lot going on there, a ton of conjunctions. Um, so we're gonna dive in with that. And we've got some incredible oracle pulls to share with you guys, and um, we're just really excited to to dive in. Yeah, heck yeah. So Start off with astrology. Yeah. All right. All right. So, like I said, holy moly, there's a there is a lot going on. But let me just go through the rundown of where everything is first. Yes. Okay. So, sun is in Capricorn. Moon in Cancer, of course. Mercury is in Capricorn. Venus is in Aquarius. Mars, wily little Mars is in wily little Sag. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have um, a heavy hitting stellium in the outer planets of Capricorn. So Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, all in Capricorn, including the south node of the moon. Um, and then Neptune is in Pisces and Uranus is going direct in Taurus, which means we have all planets direct right now. For this time being which is which is huge that's little buddy forward momentum it's really great um so let me then go back a little bit we have a lunar eclipse we talked about eclipses last last episode mm-hmm. right because there was another one so yeah. we're dealing they come with, in pairs they come in pairs so we're dealing with uh um the cancer capricorn axis which is sort of this Access of security. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know we've talked about Capricorn energy before, we've talked about cancer energy before, and sort of what those two um opposite energies do for one another, how they communicate, etc. Um, so this is the next eclipse in this mm-hmm. in this little pattern. Um, and while we have all this going on a couple days later. We have Pluto conjunct to the sun in Capricorn, Saturn conjunct to Mercury in Capricorn, and then a Pluto and Saturn conjunction in Capricorn. Holy moly. What the fuck? (laughs) 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 And so like, obviously you you don't really need to know specifically like what those um, relationships, those planetary angles, like that's not really what we want to talk about. We really just want to talk about the fact that these are, um predominantly it's a, actually just kidding it's a pretty even split we've got the outer planets and inner planets we've got sun moon mercury all conjuncting some outer planets and capricorn as well so what that looks like is a lot of a lot of communication a lot of conversation mm-hmm. between all of these different energies Pluto's a heavy fucking hitter
1: Oh, do you mean the planet of death and rebirth? Yeah, just a little one. Yeah. Just a light little afternoon. Don't ever shout
0: Pluto out, people. Never. Oh, small but mighty. Yes. Yes. Um, like us. Yes, just like us. <laughs> <laughs> and then Saturn, of course, the, the, the master of karma, time, discipline, uh, the taskmaster, right? Um, both of those massive planets are in Capricorn um and then you know sun mercury both in capricorn so what all of this looks like right is capricorn or i'm sorry the sun's con- conjunction to mercury in capricorn is shining a light on big communication like big information on issues surrounding capricorn themes so we've got mm-hmm. structure we've got authority we have institutions and career, if, career yeah. ambition, public life, public life, that front facing, mm-hmm. you know, part of, and, um, so, I mean, I don't know guys, like look at the world around
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: patriarchy is crumbling. Um,
1: shining a light on the impeachment, shining a light <laughs> on the impeachment.
0: <laughs> oh God. I can't even thinking mm-hmm. about that. Fucked her. just gives me hives. Anyhow. Uh, um, yeah um so that happens and while while we have moon and cancer and the moon the moon is at home in cancer cancer is ruled by the moon um this is a really comfortable lunation right that we've got right here um so we have this alignment of cancer and capricorn sun and moon um and It's reminding us that throughout all of this heavy Capricorn energy, to feel.
1: Yeah. To nurture. To nurture. Self-mother.
0: Oh, my God. Just, like, don't forget that part of yourself. Like, while the Capricorn energy is that front-facing energy,
1: cancer is, like, being at home. And like with your favorite blanket with your and fa- a plate of cookies. Yes. <laughs> and like
0: sharing those cookies with the ones you love, oh, maybe yes. even feeding them cookies. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? So like the moon is super, super happy here. Um And it keeps us looking that Capricorn energy sort of keeps us looking when interacting with um, with cancer for emotional safety Mm -hmm. and the actionable steps we can take towards creating emotional safety in ourselves. um, and also in the world, you know, it's really asking us to, to bring that energy out into all of the, the really intense stuff that's going on in the collective. Um, so the North node is also in cancer, which is kind of an element of the eclipse. Um, and this is a movement towards, um, nurturing in your familial relationships. And it doesn't have to be blood family, right? We There are so many beautiful uh, definitions and ways to be a family. So, you know, however that that title applies to you in your life, um, just know that the alignment and conjunctions with Capricorn and the North Node right now are providing inspiration to take those actionable steps towards healing any wounds in those areas or those relationships Um, and really sort of um, having a bit of emotional ambition when it comes to your emotional security.
1: I like the way you put that emotional ambition. Yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Like because it is having courage different. with your heart. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, absolutely. And Capricorn wants us to be present with all of this. Yeah. Capricorn is very present. It's very mature. It's responsible. It's all about seeing an in integrity. And and we're showing up for our emotional nature and the way that we nurture in very new ways and ways that maybe we have never witnessed ourselves stepping up. I love that. It's really a beautiful thing. It's a really beautiful thing. Right. Um, so these are big turning points in some of those, um, sort of what we would like. I like to think of as like those foundational energies of, of family and of emotional, personal, emotional landscape. Right. Um, the other thing that we have, right. I, I, mentioned that Uranus is stationing direct is. and that happens on in the Taurus right in Taurus okay. yes and so that happens on the 11th the day after the day after our eclipse full moon wow so ha! <laughs> Shazam um right so Uranus as we all know we've talked about Uranus energy um it's fast change the awaken our shock disruption um, and Taurus is like Known as being little stubborn. little <laughs> take your heels in lump bowl. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like what this looks at or looks like actually then is sort of lightning fast understanding of your values. Taurus is really aligned with values. Yes. It's Venus ruled. So, right. It's what we value. Um, that stubbornness around what we value is being flipped on its head you will find your values being tested. And we talked about this the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, values are beautiful. We all have values, but so many of them are untested. They are theoretical. They exist right, in our intellect. Um, and these next few moments, and eclipse energy sort of sets the stage for the next six months. Yeah. So you might see some of this being stretched out a little bit. Um, but what this looks like is like, the, the testing of your value system and whether you live it. And that's really important because your value is really, unless you have gone to battle with it, it's just a pretty idea.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's important with that as well as to maybe see everything is a bit malleable. Yes. Not that you shouldn't, be steadfast with your beliefs right. but leave room for growth and expansion and seeing different points of view Amen. especially right now the yes. world is in fucking flames flames quite literally, literally. especially for australia yeah. so it's important for us to leave room for new new perspectives yes. and different other people's experiences yeah hundred percent a hundred percent
0: um and so then we have the Saturn-Pluto conjunction um, on the 12th in Capricorn. Um, We talked about what Pluto and Saturn look like. um, But those two sort of, those two big planets rubbing up against one another is creating all this friction. um, And it's sort of being referred to in a lot of like the astrological community and the the astrologers that you and I both listen to and, and gather information from. Um our calling like this energy is it's like the Great Awakening. Um yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it is sexy as hell. Um, but and we talked about it last episode. Um, you know, the the Pluto-Saturn conjunction in Capricorn hasn't happened in this sort of like planetary uh uh, marinade. <laughs> all, of fucking, yes. all of this fucking seasoning, spicy spices, you know, yeah. um, hasn't happened since Martin Luther split from, from the Catholic church.
1: Yeah. Like
0: this is real fucking end of an epoch, end of an era, end of, end of the fucking patriarchy. Yeah. um, ready for it. But, um, this is, th- that's the type of energy we're dealing with. This is not just like, yeah. a happy casual a little like sextile or
1: something <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like this is this is big time shit this is massive change it's massive change and so again Capricorn really wants us to be um in our mastery in our dignity in our maturity responsibility integrity all of it um and that can be a bit stifling
1: yeah
0: right that can be um when that's when you constantly have to keep showing up with all of your values tested and with your eye on the prize and goals, 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 because that is that Capricorn energy. And I love it. I love it. But sometimes you have to remember to take a break, get out of your personal bubble and look at the collective. And that's what Neptune and Pisces right now is sort of offering us. Um, and Neptune makes a wide sextile to the sun and Mercury and a trine to the moon. And this is all about big picture support, um, of your spiritual knowledge showing up. Um, it's, it's out of the personal and into the collective in that sort of way. And it's, you know, Pisces is is really good at disassociating. We talk, about I personally have like You know, I have, I have a, my arch nemesis is Neptune. (laughs) It's Like it's not weird or anything. Um, But like that disassociative fogginess, lack of clarity for me, like personally, very tough. But sometimes you fucking need to check out. Sometimes she gets really heavy. And this is more about um, mature self-care. Right. Self-care that doesn't look like self-sabotage. Yeah. But is in fact... Um, like we were talking about, perhaps um, getting involved in ways that take you out of a personal and into the collective and whether that's um, volunteering, donating, whatever you, you, to any, any, any cause that you feel is really speaking to you right now, because there are so many, so yeah. many big, big things happening right now. Um, but that Pisces energy is sort of here to help you go higher and step away from that the gravity of that Capricorn energy. Um and then so yeah Mars is in Sagittarius and it's like not it's not making a ton of um it's not making a, a ton of aspects to other planets. So like okay. happy Sagittarius and happy Mars are kind of off rogue.
1: I love that. Right?
0: Like they're just kind of out there being fucking crazy pants. And they love that, right? Because they're like both energies are are very independent. Yeah.
1: Um
0: but what that also tells me is that, you know, Sagittarius is very, uh, connected to physical activity Mm -hmm. and Mars is about action, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, maybe a way to balance some of this is to really remember to check in with your body. Yeah. Um, and make sure that your, your, some of your routines that you have around your physical body aren't off going rogue. Um, right but this can look like anything it can look like a, a consistent yoga practice or it can look like freaking interpretive dance like it whatever it is like there's gonna be a lot of energy there is a lot of energy collectively personally make sure that you take the time to really move it through your body
1: yeah. it's
0: really important um but but this Mars and Sagittarius is like you know it's expansive it's um knowing what to do with yourself um and it's 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 all about you know kind of keep moving because both of those energies like to just go 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 um venus is an aquarius until the 13th and then it moves into pisces so these last couple days of venus and aquarius really um allows us to value the future
1: yeah
0: allows us to value objectivity and communication but communication and in a detached way. Yeah. Which is kind of helpful
1: with a lot of this heavy stuff, right? Like to just pull back a little bit, be objective. I was going to say, really objective energy, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. taking things personally. Yeah. It's kind of like that it is what it is. <laughs> like,
0: it's yeah. what it is, people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about me. Not to, you know, it's remembering um, that a lot of us project and not taking other people's actions personally. Yeah. Remembering that it doesn't actually have anything to do with you.
1: Mm -hmm. We're
0: all just acting out our stories, you know, so there's that. But when it moves into Pisces on the 13th, that's going to be really soft. Venus in Pisces is so comforting. Um, Yeah. And so I think that's going to be, again,
1: like a really great support to come up Do with you all Do you feel heavy... like people will start sending lyrics to people like via text message uh, to yes. say how they feel? Yes. So they're going to send me all emo songs. <laughs> Little bit of dashboard confessional coming at you.
0: Oh my God. I'm going to send you all of title. Like, you know, just so. And it'll probably be me singing it while drinking a wine slash maybe a video of this. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> kind of into it. I'm wow. really into it. I that. mean, you won't be after <laughs> the video's like an hour long and i'm like in my bathrobe and crying um it's cool guys everything's fine um but what i also wanted to say is finally we have all of this um you know this heavy heavy shit but all four elements are present like in the the personal planets the inner planets so that's sun moon mercury venus mars um, we have all four elements and so that really allows us to have a balanced, a balanced approach to a lot of this. Um, And some more of that collective stuff, just so we can sort of pinpoint or at least it gives you a framework to look at some of the world events. Jupiter's conjunct the South Node in Capricorn, Jupiter also in Capricorn. Um, So this is letting go massive letting go south node represents the past and Jupiter is expansion and and mm-hmm. and freedom yeah and this is this is also representative of turning over in leadership government corporations this is a graduation and a moving on Woo! Ha! holy shit <laughs> um and so essentially like there's no fucking going back
1: okay there's no going back Sorry, loves. We got nothing to do with the backwards anyways. Yeah, right? Like
0: it. What's done is done.
1: Um, and then last,
0: just to say, um, I think it'll be like next, the 16th, Mercury moves into Aquarius. And so then we're going to have a lot of refreshing vibes around communication, information, technology, um.
1: We're going to talk about conspiracy theories. We're going to
0: love it. Aliens. <laughs> fucking Area 54. What is that? Is it Area 54? Um, can studio 54. Studio, studio <laughs> words?
1: I think it might be Area. It's an alien it dance baby? club in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> Sign me the fuck David up. David Bowie is there. Yes. Yeah, like he's, he's oh, the gatekeeper.
0: Cool. Oh my God. <laughs> we love you. Happy belated. Sweet baby David Bowie in heaven. And wherever you are, I'm pretty sure it's heaven. If there is, a <laughs> if heaven. there is one,
1: that's where you are. Yes, it. fabulous man.
0: So that's what I have for astrology. Cool. It's Thank a, you. Yeah, there's a lot. It was. That's a lot. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh my
1: gosh. Always. What do we have with oracles, baby girl? We're gonna come back with oracle in just a mere moment. I'm gonna take my dog outside. Yay! Bye. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right, I'm back. The dog went to the bathroom. We're back. Everybody's better. Everyone's better. <laughs> all right, so the two cards that we got for this pull for all these current transits for this cancer full moon lunar eclipse that we got coming up. Um, first one, no surprise here, wheel of fortune. <laughs> um, <laughs> Second card was the Fate card. Uh, again, using the Threads of Fate deck for that and Star Child Tarot for the tarot. Um, so let's just get into it. Wheel of Fortune. Basically, the tide is turning. Oh my, no. <laughs> and I, it is. Stop it. In that, all that watery cancer, too. <laughs> so the tide is turning, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, this card is always an indication of change. Sometimes it is welcomed change. Sometimes it's not. Doesn't, doesn't really matter. It's still coming. <laughs> yeah. This don't care how you feel. Mm-mm. No, no. Mm-mm. Um, try not to label the changes that are going on within your life as good or bad. We've talked about this many times before. Good or bad is not actually a thing. It's just about our perception. So if you can try to keep your mood and feelings neutral, it doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge how you're feeling. Right. It just means that you maybe don't spiral out in one way or another. Yeah. Keep it cool, babies. Yep. Um, recognize that everything's temporary. Yes. So regardless of what's going on, this too shall pass. It sure fucking will. Shall we say that? Mm-hmm. Um, with this transit though, redirections that you weren't planning might feel kind of frustrating, but I think a lot of times, if not all the time, redirections are blessings in disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, we might not see it in that moment. We might not be able to take a perspective. That, you know, you could be in a shitstorm and just like, what the fuck good could come of this? Yes. We've all had those moments, but I can almost guarantee that once you give it some time and space and distance from that moment, you can look back and go, oh, I see what was going on there. Yeah. Okay. 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 This had to
0: get me to this next place. And And you don't
1: have to have that lightning bolt clarity moment. You need, you don't need to understand the why, when, where, how in these moments, Yeah, but you just need to leave room that it's all working out exactly how it needs to be.
0: Yeah. You might just not see it yet.
1: You know. It's all right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Leave yeah. room for some humility.
1: Leave room for some humility always. That's yes, please. that is like a big old key to life. Yeah,
0: please and thank you.
1: Right? Yeah. yeah. Um So with this as well, the the Wheel of Fortune card asks us to potentially take a leap of faith, mm. to put our trust into spaces that are still unknown. And that always feels really fucking uh challenging oh god it's so hard it is <laughs> just if i face. could take a picture of alex's <laughs> face right now and show it to all of you i would love to do that the pure just like oh uh-huh. <laughs> if you guys know
0: the emoji where the guy's smiling but it not really it looks right. maybe like he's pooping or farting yeah. i'm not totally sure i'm
1: suspicious <laughs> emotives <laughs> like yeah
0: that. yeah like, i don't really know i don't trust i, I don't, don't know i don't feel good yeah yeah essentially
1: right but, um <clears throat> that's
0: the pace i had. yeah
1: and i think that that's that can you know that's totally understandable it is really mm-hmm. hard as human beings to trust the unknown because our egos really want to constantly understand what's going on so Control. that it's it's control, but what it com- that's rooted in a space of fear, and it's that and our ego is always trying to protect us. Goddamn right. Always. So instead of beating ourselves up for, say, you're having problems with trust in what's coming, don't beat yourself up for that. Thank your ego for trying to keep you safe, yeah. but also maybe like, hey, there's other parts of me that have wisdom yep. too. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is just kind of that continuation of a cycle. And I feel like for some reason, as human beings, um, when times are, quote unquote, good, we worry that they won't last. Mm. And when times are challenging or if we want to label them as bad, we worry that they'll never end. Um, the Here's the thing it's always changing. It's always shifting. It's always going to keep moving. It's total impermanence. And what we do when we worry about if the good times won't last, or if we worry that the bad times are just going to continue on forever, we're not actually being in our present moment. That you're not, you're not appreciating what's what life is trying to give you right then and there. Tomorrow, you guys, tomorrow's not guaranteed. It's Mm -hmm. just fucking not. Nope. And we've got to, you know, at risk of sounding cliche, we really have to be present with all of the blessings that we have in in our life at this moment, especially right now. There's a lot of stuff, and not that there isn't always a lot of stuff going on in the world. The world is always changing and going through hardship on different levels. But man, if we can just really count our blessings yes absolutely. it helps it really does it <clears throat> helps us focus on what it is we want to cultivate more of mm-hmm. so um the biggest tool for this I think moon and eclipse is trust which I was just saying trust and faith mm-hmm. try to tap into that as much as you possibly can um Life is never happening to us. It's happening for us. I love that has been such a huge thing for me to draw back on over the years of like, okay, we can I can take a stance of this is happening to me and I have no control, and I'm gonna just cry or fall apart or spiral out or use substances to check out or disassociate. or mm-hmm. I can take the perspective of this is happening for me. It's a gift. It's a it's an opportunity for me to expand. It's an opportunity to show up more authentically. Yes. It's an opportunity to call out my truth. It's oh. an opportunity to own my story. Yes. Yes. Which route are we going to go, oh. people? I love
0: that. I love that,
1: Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the fate card, this card is a mix of the best of both worlds. And I'm sure there are plenty of people in the world who are like fate does not exist. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's total, utter bullshit. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. And then there are people who are like, 1,000% destiny is a thing. Fate is real. Mm -hmm. I think, and the way that this deck so beautifully states, that it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Because I think that we are, there are certain people that are fated to be in our life. And I, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably definitely lean towards believing in fate. <laughs> and just too much. You know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just, Um, yeah. And I think we can all agree we know those moments where you meet someone or you mm-hmm. go to a place or something happens and you know in your heart and your body and your soul that that was destined to happen. Absolutely. It's almost like a checkpoint in a yes. video game. It's just like, <laughs> oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's the mix of, again, we always have Choices. We always have the choice of how we're going to look at ourselves, of how we're going to look at our relations, how we perceive the world around us. That is a choice. And the way that you look at something is the way that you're creating something. So, yes, yes, there are things that are destined, but we have all of the free will in between those moments. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to do with that free will? what do we What do we want to do with it? So this card asks us, what story are we weaving? Mm-hmm. um these this <clears throat> these two major questions that Alex and I were super intrigued and stoked about were, take a moment to ask yourself, what are you saying yes to? And what are you saying no to? and recognizing. That when you say yes to something, you're not just saying yes to that one thing. You're saying yes to all of the things that follow after that. And when you say no to something, you are saying no to a multitude of other things Mm -hmm. that follow after that. Mm -hmm. And taking responsibility for all of those things and taking the time and the energy to have the foresight for those things. You know, um, Saying yes to a career change. Okay, so you're not just saying, yes, I'm going to change my career. You might also be saying, yes, I believe I'm worthy of more money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You might also be saying, yes, I um, am worthy of doing the job that I love versus the job that I've been settling for for years. Um, saying no to an ex-lover who wants to tiptoe back into your life. You're not just saying no to that toxic relationship. You're saying no to maybe like unsatisfactory sex. (gasps) Maybe you're saying no to gaslighting. Maybe you're saying no to fucked up boundaries, non-existent boundaries. You're saying, you're not just saying no to that person in that second chance. You're saying no to all of the things that potentially or definitely will follow that. and. I think that that's a really important theme around any eclipse. Oh, hell yes. Because it's so, like you said earlier, we're dealing with this potency of our decisions and our intentions for potentially like six months. You know, that's the way, and I've personally, I see those cycles come to life. Oh, girl. Yes. It's real. It's real. And so I just think it's extra important to take that time out and recognize what you are saying yes to and what you are saying no to. And then I'm gonna take this another, another level. We're gonna level up here. Ready, it's, it's not just what you are saying yes and no to on a micro level of, of your personal life. It's also what are we saying yes to and no to in the macro, the the collective scheme of things so when you say yes to buying something at this business or you say yes to i'm going to purchase this on amazon when i know i can get it three blocks over at a small business that is a choice that you make and it ripples out period
0: amen girl oh my god when you decide
1: to um go to a movie theater in your in your town that it refuses to show anything progressive like maybe the new movie queen and slim Mm -hmm. they won't they don't if they're choosing not to to show that Mm -hmm. doing a little bit of research do the do the private owners of that facility um what are their belief systems know where your money know where your money is going know where your time is going where your energy is going This, we have to, we are at a state and we've always been at this state, but we're really at this state where we have to take ownership of where we're saying yes or no, because it fucking counts. It does.
0: It fucking counts. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you took it this route because it, it, this has to be more of a conversation fucking everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. You know, um, an Amazon man.
1: Whoa. You know, I get it. It's convenient. Yes. You can find great deals. I understand. But what are you gonna do the day that you walk out your door and your entire fucking town is shut down? <laughs> Cause nobody that can- you have we've all just taken for granted yep. that these places and people, these hardworking people, are gonna mm-hmm. always be there. Mm-hmm. When you spend money at a business a small business, you're feeding someone's family. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. And I think especially just to, I'm going to sidetrack us quick. Mm-hmm. Right. And we'll come right back. But us in Marquette in the upper peninsula, we're very rural. Right. Like Marquette, sort of this island mm-hmm. of of a larger population, but there there's n- really no other town in the UP that has the numbers that we have, which we don't have. <laughs> i
1: I mean, so are, yes correct, uh, you know what I mean correct. so like we have thriving metropolis not uh, really fucking 20 20,000 people I think it's like 20,
0: 25 yeah year. when school is in session it's totally different when the university is in session it's it like doubles or something mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway not a whole lot of people here but so people feel cornered they feel like they don't have any other options in terms of certain things they need to get right, right. Um, and that is part of those big companies that's part of their. It's part of their hook, right? Mm-hmm. Before it was Amazon, up here, all we had was Walmart. Right. And everybody was like, well, you know, especially the small, small towns, like hours outside of Marquette, folks drive in, they do their shopping like once a month. It's this, it's the market is cornered. People felt like they have no choice. We're here to say, like, emphatically, there are always choices. Always. There are always choices they might not feel as convenient and I'm putting that in air quotes and you can't see that because <laughs> <laughs> you're just listening to us. So air quote convenience, but sometimes convenience fucking kills. Absolutely. Right. Like we've lost the ability to interact with like our food and how mm-hmm. we don't, you know, a lot of we just, it just shows up on your plate and you eat it and then it's No idea how it got there. How it got it's there. just we, there. Right. So just like information is power. Yep.
1: That's all. Make make better choices, babies. We all gotta do it. It's just, it's time. Mm -hmm. Um, I went through my subscriptions on my iTunes, like on my phone today. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I just I haven't looked into this in a while, and I just want to know like what sort of yearly or monthly subscriptions I've got going on for apps. There were three monthly subscriptions that I honestly had completely forgotten about. They were completely not in use, and they were like three or four dollars a pop. So that's what maybe like 12 bucks, 15 bucks a month or something. That's not a lot, but it's enough to make it what if it what if I had a $15 a month subscription to The North Star mm-hmm. or to um just sending it to any sort of endangered species activist organization I could take that $15 a month that just all went out of my account and I can send it to the Australia bushfires um, recovery funds We send it to Elizabeth Warren you know, or Bernie Sanders. We can <laughs> always fake. Right. Yeah. And it's like here, Nope, here it is. This is just 12, 15 bucks a month. That's been pouring out of my account right. every month for how many months for shit that I'm not even using. Yeah. It's just about that radical personal responsibility of how we choose to show up. I, you know, like, Yeah.
0: I just, I have to mention, I saw this, I saw this post the other day, right? Scrolling. Cause sometimes you just, you just black out and scroll through Instagram. <laughs> but, um, it was this person's person, this person as a white person, um, who basically was like, had swear jars. Okay. Mm-hmm. we'll call them like quote unquote swear jars where it was anytime he, um, used the wrong pronouns for somebody, mm-hmm. he donated $5 to a trans right. I love that. Anytime he felt himself being ignorant of his white privilege, he turned around and donated to Black Lives Matter or donated to um NAACP, you know, like I love that. Yeah. So, being mindful of the ways in which like bringing in and bringing it all down into to, um where change actually happens, which is like micro decisions it is throughout your life that sweeping change that it it gathers steam it becomes it becomes something massive it becomes this wave that pushes you into the next era and that is where we are right now yeah right so it's it truly is about the, the the little things
1: the details yep um and i yes. think we can get lost in in the heaviness of of where we're at as a as a society as a world of like well no one person can solve and and it feels too heavy to to figure out how I contribute. And it's like it's those tiny little decisions. Mm-hmm. It's it's the everyday way that you show up. Yeah. It's not no one's expecting one person to save the world. That's not the reality. No. Nope. That's not how it's gonna work. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. We're a team. Yeah. We just gotta fucking act like it. <laughs> yes, baby. You know I, mean? I love that. All right.
0: So back to the Oracle talk. Sorry no, that. that's
1: it. That's okay. I mean, that's really this was just the, the wheel of fortune and fate. It's a reminder that no, we don't always have control of what's coming in. Okay. But we do absolutely always have a choice on how we're going to receive it. And then what we're going to do with it. Are we going to let it spin us out are we going to let it uh, make us go into a spiral of disassociation, mm-hmm. or relying on substances, or codependencies, or 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 anger, or turning to things that do not help and do not solve it, or don't um, lift us higher? Yeah. Or are we going to go? All right, I'm going to rise to the fucking occasion to the best of my fucking ability. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yep. gather all my stamina, all my strength, all my grace, mm-hmm. and I'm going to meet it with trust and and my best self. And you might not be trusting in best self every second, but God damn it, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're humans. That's okay. Yeah, have trust, forgiveness. Let's rock this shit out. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, girl. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's like the rule of meditation, right? Just know that you're gonna fail, right? Okay, know that your mind will wander. It's okay, and don't judge it. Just make a return to the breath. Make a return to the moment make a return right your ship come on home come on home come on home baby amen amen <sighs> so truth to power
1: truth to power
0: What's there's up? a lot of that happening right now um, so mags let's let's turn around and um, and look at our own lives for a minute.
1: Yay. <laughs> You're
0: like, oh my god. I gotta go,
1: guys. Alex is gonna take it from me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Kidding.
0: So the rest of the show will be me and Maggie's shower drinking this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Crying a little bit. We're gonna sing along together to Fiona Apple, okay? <laughs> the shadow. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah. Are we talking? Are we talking? What what are we saying? Yes. What are we saying? No. Probably. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. You guys, this is how much and little planning goes (laughs) into the podcast. It's like we've got our bare bones and then we're just like, well, let's let's just wing it because we're so fucking charming. We are. And I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) Me either. No other way. We
0: are adorable. Um,
1: Okay. So...
0: Megs, yo, what are you saying yes to? What are you saying no to? Hmm.
1: I I'm still figuring it out. I I think definitely something that I am saying no to is feeling I, it, so many there's so many themes, but oh my god, right? You know, I think I, I'm saying no to feel to to imposter syndrome. Oh, uh, I, I need to say no to that in tw- like that's not gonna that's not welcome in in 2020. Amen. Um, I it's taken me a really long time to get right with my strengths without feeling like I'm trying to flaunt something. <clears throat> and here's the thing. Flaunt your fucking strengths. Oh my God. It's not like we, I I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a goddamn hero. I'm a guy. Ga- I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm here. I'm 50. Um, I've got a skill set. I have things yes. that I've worked really hard for. Yes. And I'm so sick of trying to always make myself smaller in fear of appearing too big or too egotistical simply by owning my strengths. I don't like that anymore. I'm done with that story. It's boring me. I'm fucking bored. I'm fucking here for that, girl. <laughs> I am
0: fucking right? here for
1: that. Yes. Yeah. It's,
0: it's played out. It's. I'm just. It's. I'm tired of it. It's so mm-hmm. boring. And you're so
1: fabulous. We all are. <laughs> you know. Yeah. We all are, yeah. and we shouldn't spend one second of our life. Pretending that we're not mm-hmm. or trying to, especially as women, mm-hmm. we're conditioned to be smaller, to be quieter, mm-hmm. to take up less space, mm-hmm. to be careful of our opinions, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, I need to do right by myself, my ancestors and every, everyone to come mm-hmm. that it's, it's okay to be completely 100% yourself, take up exactly the amount of space that you were born to take up yeah and not feel any guilt or shame around that because I don't want to wake up one day when I'm old and go god damn it why didn't I just do it why didn't I just say it why didn't why did I hide I don't want to do that (sighs) yeah so I'm saying no to imposter syndrome and 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 trying to make myself smaller
0: Mm mm-hmm
1: and I'm also going to be saying no as much as I humanly possibly can to, uh, you know, huge, huge corporations. Yeah. I want to do my very best to always support my community and the mm-hmm. small businesses that make it up. Mm-hmm. Um. As a small business owner, I, I know it in a very intimate, personal way. Mm-hmm. And um, I think before I owned a small business, it was definitely a blind spot for me. Sure. Oh, it's easy. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, it's not anymore, and I'm not ever going to let it be a blind spot, and I'm going to do my best to support small businesses and uh, remove any money in any sort of major conglomerate Mm -hmm. way and make sure that the businesses that I am giving money to are are going to people that are in alignment with um, collective growth. So, Yeah. Fuck you, girl boom. What about you?
0: Oh God. I feel like, um, I feel like, you know, like you were saying, you say no to something, you say no to many related things. You say no to something. You are also saying yes to many related things. Right. Right. So either way, right. It's, it's, it's about what you're putting your weight behind. Um, And there are so many things that I feel like I'm saying no to <laughs> right. I feel like I've been saying no for I mean definitely like the last half of two thousand and nineteen was a lot of no, yeah, but a lot of a lot of um a lot of no to um diminishing myself for approval. Mm yeah um, a lot of no to putting off putting off the things that I truly love, that truly make me a vibrant human. Um, it's working with you, doing the work that we did with a revival. yeah, oh my God, it, it's that saying yes to that work has done so much. For me personally, in so many in so many ways, in terms of like the doors that it opened, um, yeah, and the work that it allowed me to do within myself, um, saying saying yes to all of that has been life changing, yeah, to say the least. Mm-hmm, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And um, you know, saying yes to writing more, saying yes to being more creative, more expressive to trusting myself um, as a yoga teacher, right? Like when I first started, and I haven't been teaching long, but um, I guess I'm rounding up on three years teaching yoga. Um, It'll be three years in April. Um, And when I first started teaching, I would plan my classes. Yeah. Like to the fucking letter, you know? I would have everything planned out. And like I knew maybe even the corny little jokes that I might say. <laughs> During class. But ah, damn, I was rigid, man. I was rigid and yeah. so anxious before I would teach because I was like, oh my God, what if I forget that transition? What if I forget that pose? And we only do it on one side and then the other. And we don't it any It's just like. It's like I no room for error. Ah, no room for error. And I would work myself into such a frenzy that I was like kind of um,
1: resentful yeah. to the practice itself. Your creative flow was getting. Mashed down. Oh,
0: it was just smushed. And I remember, um, one of my friends was like, "Have you left room for the Creator? Mm. Have you ever asked the Creator?" And she's she's native, so she she uses that you know yeah. that that word that language. Um, have you ever asked the Creator to guide you, so that you can be the vessel for this for what people need? And I was like, it just brought me to my knees. You know, yeah. I was so obsessed with control. Um, and I didn't trust that I could be a vessel. I didn't trust that I could deliver what people were looking for, you know. And so that, I felt that huge shift in my teaching. And I'm so, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. That That's huge. Um, I don't plan my classes anymore.
1: It's I like awesome. kind of
0: show up and I'm just and I don't want anybody to think they're unsafe with me. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm like willy nilly about classes, babies. Like I I love you and always keep your body safe and, and all of that. Um, but I don't, I don't come to it with, uh, that level of anxiety. And I also, um, um, you know, just like stepped back, I think from trying to we were talking about this yesterday. You and I are both very ambitious people, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And so when I came out, I was like, I'm going to have all this fucking library of classes. I'm going to have this. I'm going to have that. I'm going to be the best yoga teacher that i ever had. Yeah. You know, I'm going to fucking nail this. And then I was like, oh, that's not what this is about. This is a process. This is like, this is a practice for the rest of my life.
1: Right.
0: There is no fucking rush. Um, and so I think, like, saying yes to trusting myself, saying yes to my creative flow has been really massive in the last yeah. year. Really fucking massive in the, in the last year. Um, and I think <laughs> saying no to dating – Saying, saying no to dating <laughs> saying no
1: to um I don't know about you but that's not very hard for me to do anymore. <laughs> I'm like fuck all y'all well, I'm out <laughs>
0: well I think you and I both come from sort of um we've had some pretty similar experiences when it comes to love and heartbreak mm-hmm. uh-huh mm-hmm. and um <laughs> and I think um I you know kind of took a step back a few years ago. Um, you know, not to say that I haven't dated. I have, you know, and, yeah. and when it feels right, like you, you, I'm, I'm a naturally curious person. And so I'm like, what is under here? I'm Absolutely. <laughs> take a look at that. You know, but um, when it comes down to it, like really knowing, like, am I in the right place to be a present partner? Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think... Stepping back from being a serial monogamist. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was a spell where it was like, okay, so I've been this serial monogamist for so fucking long that uh, I need to have somebody around. And so then it was like, yeah, it was, I was not proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. Right. You know what I mean? And just, and not necessarily like, I wasn't being honest with people and I wasn't being honest with myself. And I was um, attempting to be what people wanted, what I thought they wanted, without even really asking the important questions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like say, saying no to dating has been saying no to a lot of really um, dysfunctional, people pleasing patterns within myself. Yeah. Um, and so you know that's that's been huge, and there's been a lot of no's in the in my in my work world. In the um, career line. Um, and there are a lot of yeses to um, what's next. That's, yeah. you know, what I'm really, really passionate about is, is the kind of stuff that we, we do, we did in, in circle and revival. Yeah. Um, and I want to keep pursuing that, yeah. you know, so saying yes to that path and that doorway that's opening. Um, saying yes. Yes. To red wine.
1: (laughs) Yes to to red wine. Yes to red wine. Um, Never said no a day in (laughs) my life.
0: Or a good whiskey or a good scotch. Never say no to those.
1: Um,
0: Unless you have a drinking problem, we're definitely saying no. (laughs) no. Definitely listen to uh, your your guides there. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean... It's been a lot. It's been, I think, I think, I mean, we all know like 2019 is kind of this like dumpster fire of a year. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, But it was preparing us, right? It's prepa- It's all in preparation. Yeah. And we can say it's a dumpster fire because it's on, on trend and you know what I mean? Yeah. But like in reality, like this is the harrowing. This is the preparation for what comes next. Yeah. Um, And it's about us, you know, uh, staying in line with our integrity Stepping forward to the next, the next era, which is um, recovering from patriarchy, like yeah, toxic fucking patriarchy. Um, and these are systems; these aren't individuals. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are bad actors. Absolutely, don't get me wrong, but, but overall, it's the system. This is the system, and yeah. these are the ways that we've been socialized. And we are saying no to this, and we are fully stepping into the next phase, which is resocializing.
1: Resocializing, socializing and I think um responsibility mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. my word and I didn't pick it at the beginning of 2019 mm-hmm. but I picked it at the end I yeah. was like what was what is this past year and it was resiliency because mm-hmm. it was like damn girl <laughs> <you> fucking <laughs> jumped some hurdles tripped over a lot kept fell up. but but I kept getting up and it just 2000 2019 broke me in in a way that I just didn't even realize. Yeah. yeah, and it was so resiliency. But going into 2020, learning those after learning those lessons, getting knocked down the way that I did in in honestly some really deserved ways. Same. I felt like I had you know again. This is where that perspective comes in. You can go, oh fuck, I didn't see that coming, and how, and I didn't deserve this, and I don't want to be in this situation. Da da. da, da. Or you can go, oh. I see where I may have played a role in that. <laughs> I see how I co-created that one. Radical responsibility. I'm s- radical responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my resiliency is here and my stamina is here and I will always fucking rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. So then setting the stage for 2020 where it's like, I'm just going to take responsibility for everything. Mm-hmm. And that is the way that I will transform all of my life into what I need it to be for myself. Mm -hmm. just by simply taking responsibility for all the things that I've really wanted to not take responsibility for. (laughs) I've tried every which way. I'm like, "Ah, it's done. What do you mean? I have to emotionally show up for Ah! this. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, baby girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna, you know, it's, just, just like every year, twenty twenty will have its own set of challenges and transformations. Mm-hmm. But again, y'all, it's just about how we choose to greet it.
0: Yeah, that's all Absolutely. that matters. Absolutely. Yeah. So, babies, so, we love you. We love you. We're gonna see you back um, for the next the next new moon, right? It's, I don't even know. It's in two weeks.
1: Yeah? We can
0: always tell you that the next (laughs) moon will always be
1: in two weeks.
0: I'm like, sort of grasping, like, Maggie, I will stall if you look up the date. (laughs) I know, am like, I'm pulling
1: up my moon app as we say all this. I'm like, it's, uh. uh, It's the 20-something. The 24th. Okay. And it's in Capricorn. No. No. moon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in Aquarius, right? It would be an Aquarius, right? Because yeah.
0: it'll be new moons with sun and moon in the same. Yeah, in the it's same Aquarius.
1: size. Aquarius new moon on the twenty fourth. Fucking, we better, we better, goddamn, hold up so. now. <laughs> don't worry,
0: <laughs> babies. We've been a little distracted. Mm-hmm. Been a little, it's a lot there's a lot going on for each of us as individuals and eclipses
1: um, are always topsy-turvy. for Yeah, everybody,
0: so. absolutely. So, um, hold your loved ones close. No, um, really spend time figuring out what you value.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and give it, give it space to breathe. Um, and we'll see you. We'll see you on the next new moon.
1: See you on the flip side. Love you babies. Love you. Bye. <laughs>